Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now let's join the service already in progress. So we're going to get into the word this morning, and I'm I'm really excited to preach. I'm going to preach out of Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. This kind of goes in line with what we've been speaking about today. Proverbs 22, verse 6. It says this, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart. It's one of those gold verses. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. The title of this message today is Get in Line. Get in line. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this uh, amazing day that we've had. Thank you for our school. Thank you for the, the great reports that we've received. We, we pray that as we get into the word today, your, your word would take root in our hearts. Speak to us today. And we pray that as we get into this, that we'd be transformed. We lift up our girls' basketball team as they play this week. We thank you for all the students of our school and the families who are going to go to that table and, and get more information and set appointments, that you're just going to open doors for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this is, this is one of those famous verses, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he gets old, he will not depart. See, that's really why our school exists, is to partner with parents and families to help train children in the way that they should go. But this verse is really interesting because there's a simple truth that we often don't internalize. There is a way we all should go. So we like to look at this verse and talk about the kids, right? I guess it's about the kids, it's about the kids. But if we're honest with ourselves, the verse makes it very clear. There is a way, no matter if you're five or 55, there is a way we should go. And if there's a way we should go, what does that also mean? There's a way we shouldn't go. Pastor Anthony is on it today, man, so fast. He had good coffee. There's a way we should go and a way we shouldn't go. And that is a really unpopular message today. But there is a way in your life that you should go. There is a path, a line you should follow, a standard to go by. And the main idea today of what I want you to take from this, you only move forward when you get in line. You only move forward when you get in line. This little phrase that's here in Proverbs, in the way he should go, it only occurs one other time in the Bible here in the King James Version that we're reading. It only occurs, it occurs in Proverbs, and it occurs one other time in the book of Acts. It says that the apostles were all talking about uh, what they were going to do, and they said, we're sending Barnabas in the way he should go to Antioch. That language is about mission. They sent Barnabas and they said, here's the exact path you should follow. Go through this country, through this village, because you have an end goal of reaching people in Antioch. There's mission to your life. And there's mission to my life. And there is a way you should go to accomplish that mission. And I'm tired of kind of the zeitgeist of our culture, which says, follow your heart, do what you want. We don't have time to follow our hearts. We don't have time to do what we want. We're on mission, on purpose, called to do something for God. Be really careful to follow your heart because the Bible says the heart is wicked above all else. Be really careful of just going after what you want because what you want changes. I don't know about you, but one day I'm like, I'm on a diet. And then two hours later, I'm like, look at those chips. Like, it doesn't work well for me. If I go where I want, I'll never accomplish the mission God wants. And so with your kids, we're here committed to pointing them in the way they should go. But as a church, we're committed to helping point you in the way you should go and avoiding the way you shouldn't. 
and avoiding the way I shouldn't. And so here our question is today, there's a way you should go in life. Are you on it? Are you doing what you should do today? Man, that's a tough question. But I would always rather ask, what should I do, rather than look back and say, I should not have done that. It's better to be critical of where you're choosing to go than to be regretful of what you chose to do. I would always rather have someone in my life that says, Justin, you better think twice about this than people who just, who just applaud everything I do and then later say, that was a mistake. I want someone before I make the choice, before I make the decision to say, hey, there's a way you should go and a way you shouldn't go. We have to look into our lives and say, should I be doing this? Are you on the path that you should go? Here's the way you should go. You should go after the will of God and after the heart of God in your life. You should go in the way of his kingdom and his principles and his righteousness. You should go after holiness. You should go after goodness and peace. And you should go after a worldview and a lifestyle that lines up with biblical principles. That's the way you should go. Now, I'm not saying that there is, like, if you're looking between two jobs today, for example, a lot of people get paralyzed when they have a choice to make, and they're like, what should I do? What should I do? I don't want to make the wrong choice. I mean, it's good that you're considering it, but a lot of people think that, like, this job is more holy than this job. I think you can be blessed in whatever choice you make. I'm not saying that there's a, a right job and a wrong job. However, if one of those jobs pits you in an environment where your soul is compromised, where you are negatively affected, where you find yourself making compromises in your behavior, in your spirituality. If the people in that job pull you off the path of God for your life, you should not go that way. It's not that the job is evil, but it's that the job is pulling you from the way you should go. And I've worked with so many people, it would be better for you to take a lower paying job and preserve your soul than to take the better opportunity and get off the way that you should be going. We should be going after his kingdom. We should be going after his righteousness. And whatever it takes to do that, do it. Because you can only move forward when you get in line. You can only move forward when you get in line. And so maybe it's, it's not about the job, maybe it's about your friends. Are these the friends I should have? It's a good question to ask. Sounds like a question for just youth, right? Like it's a question for teenagers, but friends, I think it's for all of us. You might have decades old friends that you should not journey with any longer. And you're like, that's mean. That's tough. I, I understand. But if it is keeping you from moving forward in your life, it's not worth it. I would rather be alone on the path to God's will for my life than have great company going nowhere. We have to make a choice about where we should be going. Your relationships, your romance. Your romance, you're like, oh, I'm just out like finding great people and looking around and having fun. Be careful that you don't have so much fun that you get off the path of where you should be going. There's purpose to your life. And this sounds tough and it sounds hard to say, don't tell me what to do. It's not about telling what to, you what to do. It's about reminding you you're on mission. You're on purpose. You have these 70 some years, God willing, to accomplish a goal that you've been created for. And imagine if the apostles would have said to Barnabas, go whichever way you want, man. Man, follow your heart. 
It, do, it doesn't work that way. We're sending you on mission to Antioch. If you don't go to Antioch, Antioch's not getting reached because I'm going to Rome. He's going to Spain. Your purpose is Antioch. You should go this way. You can reach people that only you can reach. And if you don't do what you're made to do, then who else is going to do it? If not you, then who? You should do what God's called you to do. And uh, there's, there's this, like, this little picture that I've had in my mind about this. Um, the other day, I was going to get my car washed. Anyone gone to this little car wash right over here, the, the, the one that always is busy? It's just like so great. Like, sometimes I feel lazy. I'm like, wow, they do it all for me. It's like a, a drive-through for my car. I just wish there was food involved with it. But anyway, so when you drive up to this car wash, kind of go with me here in your mind. You drive up and there's a, a person there that looks at you and I always feel so vulnerable, like I'm doing something wrong already. Like, am, do I go? Am I, do I go? Am I good? And the hand signals, man, it's always like, <laughs> like, what do I do with that? But what do they do? They look at you in the eyes and they say, stop, okay? They, they, they're, they're like course correcting you. Like, just helping you figure out, like, where do I, because I can't see, the, the track is this big. I'm concerned about my car fitting that. And this guy's just kind of looking at me saying, this way, this way, this way, stop. Okay, there's a course corrector. And then, when you finally get it right, what do they tell you if you've been there? Take your hands off the brake, take your foot off the wheel, put it in neutral. And I always feel like I'm getting arrested. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. But there's this big flashing sign and buzzer that says, hands off the brake, or hands off the wheel, foot off the brake, put it in neutral. And so you literally are sitting there like this. Once I get on the track, I'm like this. And then, and then the track takes me as it wants to take me. Sometimes it feels way too slow, right? Like you're like, am I moving at all? Am I moving? Is it happening? And then, and then you look over and you're like, oh, okay, I'm moving forward. And you got this car in front of you, this car behind you. But it, I find so much meaning in that moment according to what we're talking to. Because there's a way you should go in life. There's a track about this big of God's righteousness and his purpose. And it matters how you line yourself up with that track. But you can't get on track by yourself because you can't see your blind spots. You can't see well enough. And so what do you need? You need course correctors in your life. You need City of Life Christian Academy teachers in your children's life. You need pastors and parents and mentors who look at you and say, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -mm. See, everyone wants people in their life that say, go forward, go forward, go forward. But you can't move forward till you get in line. I look for people in my life who say, a little to the left, a little to the right. To move over this way a little bit. We need people in our lives who will help us get in line. Course correctors who will point us to what God has called us to do. Because you only move forward when you get in line. And man, it's not fun to have someone tell you, you're out of line. You're off track. But those are the people that really love you because you only have about this much space to get it right. And you need the help. You need the help. And then once you are in line, once you're in alignment, what do you have to do? Surrender. Hand off the wheel, foot off the brake. Once you get in line with the purposes of God, you take control and you give it to God and you say, all right, God, it's you now. Ooh, I'm preaching car wash this morning, man. We're going for it. You take your hands off the wheel, your foot off the brake, and you say, I'm surrendered to your plan and your timeline. 
Because if I had my way, I'd fly through this car wash. I'd reach the end goal. I'd have my moment. But sometimes God says, we're going to slow you down just a little bit. You're in line, but now you wait for my time. You wait for my purposes. Why? Because there's a car ahead of you, and there's a car behind you, and there is timing to everything. There are people who are ahead of you on their race, and if God accelerated you, he would be cutting short their purpose. There's a generation who's gone before us that is completing their work, and if we beg God, speed me up, speed me up, we don't realize that we're asking him to stop their race, and they're in the last 200 meters of their sprint. They're almost at the finish line, so stop praying that God would speed you up and start praying that he would make their race the best race it's ever been. Your time will come. Your time will come when you're in line, your foot is off the accelerator and your foot is off the brake. Because man, there's times you're like, all right, God says, all right, I'm going to use you. And you're like, I don't want to be used right now. Your foot has to be off the brake. You can't accelerate and you can't brake. The path is going to take you in the timing it needs to take you. And when you fall in line, you're standing on the victories of others. See, when you're out of line, it's just you, boo-boo. But when you're in line, you are connected to all who have submitted to the purpose of God. There is a reason we stay together. It's because we get to stand on the victories of one another. I heard Pastor Gary say this to to Jude the other day. There's a long line of men and women who've gone before us. And we get to stand in that line so long as we submit to the purposes of God's kingdom. Can I tell you what this looks like in my life right here today? I'm standing on a platform I didn't build behind a pulpit I didn't earn, on a mic I didn't pay for, preaching to a church I didn't pioneer. But because I fell in line with the purposes of God in my life, I get to step in to the work that's already been done. I get to stand in with what God has already made possible. I'm not saying it for you to applaud my life. What are you missing? What are you missing out on? Too many people are trying to go make their own way when the way has already been made. If you would just get in line, it's not that hard. God had someone else open the door. You just have to walk through it, friend. What are you missing out on? I had to fall in line. Let me tell you, that's not an easy thing. I went kicking and screaming. I've had mentors and pastors and teachers and even a spouse and parents who've said, Justin, you're out of line. You're out of line. I said, I don't want to get in line. But when I submitted to the purpose of God and I submit to his ways, and it's not a one-time decision, friends. That's a daily decision. Every morning I have to say, all right, God, I'm staying in line. A little this way, a little this way. I'm staying in line. But as I do that, I, I line up with the victories that have gone before me. And I can either heed that direction or go my own way. But I only move forward when I get in line. So what is out of line in your life? Are there behaviors Are there thoughts, cravings, desires, addictions, relationships? What is out of line? We're not here to condemn you. I'm here to stand as that guy saying, a little bit this way. Get a little bit this way because if you can just hit this sweet spot, you're going to see the advancement of God in your life. So many people want advancement, but they never pursue alignment. If you want advancement, you need alignment because you only move forward when you get in line. You need course correction. 
You need alignment in everything in life. In business, you're going to have to get in alignment in some way or another. You can't just be an island unto yourself. You're going to have to line things up with the people you work with, with the way you keep your finances. If you want to see results, there has to be alignment. If you want to see advancement, there has to be alignment. In your body, maybe you're trying to reach some physical results. If you don't have good form, if you don't have alignment between your diet and your exercise, you're never going to see advancement. You're like, I work out so hard, but I also eat buffets every day. Something is out of line, friends. You have to bring it into alignment. Alignment is what brings advancement. I feel this, guys. I feel this so deep today. Because we can't force our lives forward, but we can force our lives into order. What's out of order? And what can you do to get it in order? Because the moment it's in order, it moves forward. You can't move forward till you get in line. There's a way you should go. And you're like, but it's hard. It hurts my feelings to be corrected. It's exhausting to be corrected. Yes, it is. But we do this for a reason. Why? Because there's a car behind us as well. We talk a lot about the car ahead of us, but there's a car behind us as well. You want to know about hard? You want to know about exhausting? Talk to our founding pastors. Talk to our senior pastors who had to kick down doors and break down walls and trust when no one thought it was awesome. See, now it's like awesome to be at City of Life. It's like everyone goes there. Talk to them about how hard it was and there are five people in the room, ten people in the room. But they saw cars behind them that pushed them to obey God. And I honor you for that. I thank you for that, Pastor Gary. He saw cars later down the line that meant he had to, he saw a little brown car behind him that one day was going to go through a door that he had to kick open. He kicked it open, but I get to walk through it. You get to enjoy the blessing of others' obedience. Your CEO and your company had to do something difficult so you could get a paycheck this week. There are people ahead of you. So first of all, stop talking bad about those who opened the door for you, first of all. Second of all, it's time to realize if their obedience brought you this life, what will your obedience bring to those who are coming after you? There are those who are coming after you. You don't have the right to do what you want. You don't have the right to do what you want. You have the responsibility to do what God wants because there are those in line after you waiting for your advancement. When I look at my son, when I look at this church, when I look at the young people of Icon and of City Kids, I realize I don't have time to waste and I don't have time to pursue my own comfort. There's a generation coming after us that requires us to do what God called us to do. If you're a parent, if you are a grandparent, do what God has called you to do so that the future generations can do what God has called them to do. Set the example. We don't always follow our heart. We follow God's heart. We do what's difficult. We do what matters. That is real advancement. It's what you can pass on. You don't have success until you have a successor. There are people who are coming after you, and if you are not passing on your life to someone else, you haven't even lived it yet. If it ends with you, it didn't even matter, friends. Your life should be passed on, and the only way you pass it on is if you're in line. Because how can you pass it on when you're way out in left field? It doesn't matter because no one else is over there. You have to get in the long line of men and women doing the things of God because then as you finish your race, you have a baton to pass to the person in line behind you. You only move forward when you get in line. And so today, maybe that decision of alignment, what is your decision of alignment today? 
Maybe it's placing your children in an environment of Christian education. Maybe it's leaning into the mentors of your life rather than making them chase you. Man, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that I mentor in my life and there's a big difference between those who, who chase mentoring and those who wait to be chased. Maybe you need to look for some people and say, hey, talk to me. What do you see in my life? What can be better? Maybe it's a physical discipline that you need to adopt. Hey, tomorrow's Monday. That's the best day to start a plan. T start it tomorrow. Maybe you need to bring some alignment to uh, your education, going back to school. Maybe you need to bring some alignment to your marriage. Maybe tonight you need to just turn off the phone and say, we are not going to finish this conversation until we are aligned. And you're like, pastor, that'll take four days. That four days is worth it because you can't advance until you align. You can't move forward till you get in line. What is your decision today? Whatever your course correction is, it's worth it because you only move forward when you get in line. And there's one question to still be answered today. Get in line with what? Get in line with who? At the head of this very long line is Jesus. It is Jesus himself. He blazed the trail. He opened the door. We're not following just people. We're following our Savior and our King. Psalm 23.3 says this. He's a good shepherd and he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Pastor Janice taught me this. She said the shepherd would go and he would knock down the grass and he would knock down the weeds. And all the sheep had to do was just follow him. There was a literal path cut out for them. And sheep, all they had to do was follow the path. You don't have to work your way into righteousness. You don't have to dig your way out of sin. You don't have to figure this out on your own. All you have to do is get in line with Jesus and say, you're my Lord, you're my King. I can't even see where I'm going, but I'm following you. Get in line with Jesus today, then take your foot off the brake, your hands off the wheel, and say, you're the Lord now. You take me where you want to take me and when you want to take me. This concludes the teaching. If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.